All right, welcome to our new podcast. As you beautifully know, it is called Imperial Chatter. I am your host, uh, Icy Rhythm. My name is Sam. Uh, Alex, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm the co-host, Alex. And first off for this episode, mainly we're just going to be doing intros for like a solid 10 minutes or so, but then we're going to go on into speculation for the new game and what we want from it. <laughs> So let's start off with me, I guess. Um, my name is Sam, obviously. Uh, Star Wars wise, I am a big nerd of all of the old stuff. Like, for instance, uh, mainly Republic and Old Republic. So KOTOR, Galactic Republic, Clone Wars, that type of stuff. Alex? Uh, I'm a bit of a newer fan. I have seen all the movies and... Uh, the first and last season of Clone Wars, and then all of Rebels. And something interesting is that my grandparents actually got me into Star Wars just because they wanted me to. So. All right, love to hear it. I actually don't know how I got into Star Wars. I think I just, I think, actually the first Star Wars movie I watched, I think I watched it in chronological order. One, two, three, four, or four, five, six, one. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh. Yeah. Mm. That's probably why I'm a Clone Wars nerd, because I just saw them first and gravitated towards it. <laughs> uh, I saw uh, episode one first, then went to four, and honestly, the prequels aren't bad movies. They're just not up to par with the original trilogy. Yeah, the original trilogy was a different beast. We won't uh, we won't try and compare the two. Yeah, Obviously, no, episode three is my favorite. I'd have to go with five. I know that's, you know, pretty um, obvious, but... Yeah, no, five is five was good as well. What? I mean, well, let's just go on to favorite characters first of all, okay? <laughs> you, you can take this one first. Uh, okay, I guess my all-time favorite character is Sabine Wren from Star Wars Rebels. I just uh, like her. What was that? Uh, Sam. <laughs> of course, it was Sabine. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I just like her family conflict, and then Mandalorian's always cool. Uh, Sam. All right, mine would probably have to be Anakin Skywalker himself. Mm. Wow, am I just too basic or something, dude? Anakin turning into Vader—just one of the best moments in all of Star Wars. But they're two completely different characters with no relation whatsoever. I, I that had to be sarcasm, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. I don't know. The main thing I like about Anakin is just like. Even in the Clone Wars, you can see he has a really aggressive fighting style. And he keeps that as Vader, like, for instance, in the hall, the hallway scene, uh, where he just goes, like, completely merciless. Oh, he's really cool. I, I do like Vader. Uh, he's probably my top five, but he's just a little overrated, in my opinion. Yeah, trust me. Uh, Mando comes pretty close up on there for that list for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Mando with or without Grogu? with I'm, I'm gonna go with with there yeah yeah okay that's what i thought uh so yeah uh spoilers for all types of star wars media that was not clear before yes we are going to be talking about a lot of things also i'm going to include my third favorite character just because Django fett love that guy you see boba fett really probably got up into my top four favorite characters uh not because of the original trilogy i had no idea why people like boba so much but in Mandalorian, he was really cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
honestly though <clears throat> we're, we're just gonna cut here real quick and go to favorite mandalorian scene first of all because oh. my my favorite mando scene has got to be where he's jetpacking out of the um i forgot what it was called the sandworm what am i what's its oh. name the sand shark thing i know what you're talking about. yeah for sure when he's jetpacking out of that and it just he's electrocuting on his way out guaranteed my favorite scene favorite mando scene for me Yep. I know it's a bit cliche, but just when Ahsoka ignites and then puts away her sabers just and just kills people, mm, that was so cool. Yeah, Ahsoka, Ahsoka and Mandalorian was amazing. All right. <clears throat> if you have anything else you want to add, feel free to. But yeah, I think that's all. Okay. We are going to go to what this episode is actually about. I know, five minutes in. But we're getting there, okay? <laughs> got to set some bases here. <clears throat> all right. Let's talk about speculation for this new game. All right. I guess I'll, I'll set this first then. Um, okay. First off, made by Ubisoft, EA lost its ex exclusive license, so that's amazing. We're going to have minimal more Star Wars games. in-game purchases. Yes, minimal in-game purchases. That is exactly what we're talking about here. <laughs> Ubisoft, yeah. Ubisoft is good at making games. I'm not sure, like... I mean, obviously, this is vastly different, but let's say, like, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Like, the, ba the base game was good, but they just kept adding on updates and updates and updates, and it just got better. Which is what I'm kind of hoping with with the Star Wars game, since it's open world. I will say, Ubisoft, when they want to, can make a really funny game. Uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, made by Ubisoft, licensed by Nintendo... Um, like, that writing was actually hilarious. And, like, not just the roll-your-eyes kind of hilarious, it's just genuinely hilarious. So I'm hoping for a little humor in the new game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so we have actually seen Ubisoft make one, um, kind of open-world game? <clears throat> uh, what was it? It was, um, I don't remember off the top of my head. It's not Breath of the Wild. If if Ubisoft made Breath of the Wild, I would be so hyped right now for the Star Wars game. I still am hyped because I love Star Wars. Yeah. Don't get me wrong there. But that's not... Oh, yes! Tom Clancy's Ghost Wildlands, I think is what it's called. Uh, can I go into one of my hopes now? Go for it. Um, I want it to be canon. Oh. That would just make everything so canon with the new Star Wars from Disney. That would just make everything a little bit more hype because it actually matters for sure like if let's let's just i'm gonna take this for instance um let's take cal kestis fallen order that oh. being canon just changes so many things <laughs> it makes the game so much better personally i was hoping it was cal who came to rescue grogu at the end of mandalorian season two okay who wasn't hoping it was cal cal would have been a perfect fit for that scene well to be fair people haven't played seen or heard of that game yeah obviously it, there there is marketing problems with that because they're like who the hell is this guy yeah luke is just so iconic yep that is true i mean let's be real that luke scene was amazing as well that was a really good scene and how they casually Put in little stuff for, so that if you knew Star Wars, you would know like the X-wing and the gloved hand. Oh yeah, like uh, I I know I've said this a lot, but when you hear like 
uh, Cara Dune say like, "Oh, it's only one X-wing. What are they gonna do?" It, something just like sparks in Star Wars fan minds that they just know it's Luke. <laughs> yeah, and even if you didn't know it's Luke, it's still hype because you know something's about to happen. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm gonna add one more thing onto this. That that adds to the contrast of Luke and Vader so much because it's they essentially just gave Luke his own hallway scene. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I mean, the music was so menacing for Luke. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, okay, let's tie this back into the uh, speculation. But dark troopers. <sighs> they would be very cool enemies. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that, like, dark troopers definitely set the stage for, like, a good base enemy. But I know, like, if there needs to be more than dark troopers, obviously. Like, you can't oh, yeah. just have only robots and call that a game. You need to have, like... Just... I mean, you can, but... Yes, yeah. but no one would like it. <laughs> it would get way too repetitive. Yeah. People will still buy it, though. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong there, to be fair. Um, other speculation? Let's see. I mean, I'm kind of hoping it'll be somewhat like GTA Five, if that makes sense. Awesome. Just in the open world aspect, like, think about how amazing it is if you could go on certain missions with your friends that helped like i don't know one side or the other of like well have they said when this game is based i don't think they have uh first i don't they haven't said anything and that kind of goes into my hopes i kind of want it after episode six but at the start of episode six uh end of episode six ah i gotcha so after yeah. the like with the imperial remnants kind of like where mando said Yes, uh, maybe a little bit after the time, or a little bit before. Just so either more First Order forming, or more Empire collapsing. Yeah, ooh, first, seeing the First Order forming, that would be an interesting one. Yeah, it, and how Snook, like how little that's known, but Mando might go into that more going forward, but who knows. Okay, now just hear me out on a theory with this one. If we're based in that time period, would it not be sick to play as, like, your own individual bounty hunter? Okay, um, that actually brings me to another hope. I want it to be, like, custom characters. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. Of course have, like, a main base design that's the canon one. But, like, have it be customizable. And just for, like, minor things, like, just space stuff. Oh, yeah. And have that and then i'll go into more stuff later but continue okay what was i saying all right let's go back to the the beginning of this conversation where i was um <laughs> where this is based so for instance like with missions you're helping either the rebel or the like the rebels or the empire you know mm -hmm. and you're you're like the missions and the outcome of them actually affect what's happening in the galaxy for instance uh yeah so like you kind of have to uh, decide how you want things to go or keep them balanced. Yeah, and for instance, even like if you want a neutral ground, pick bounty hunters. Bounty hunters literally just hunt their targets. They're not on the side of good or evil most of the time. Yeah, uh, they are on the side of money. Exactly. That's why I love them. <laughs> I mean, uh, think about how awesome it would be to have Mando as like one of the characters that helps you choose, like go down the bounty hunter path. <laughs> 
Uh, so one of my hopes is that there are minor cameos, not a whole lot, uh, and not like Luke Skywalker, but yeah, like the Mandalorian. If he just had a small little cameo, help you out with one mission, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Like just oh, not like okay, this might be pushing a little, but like just like I don't know, seeing him like as a maybe this ties in more to um grief carga, but like guilds bounty hunter guilds like you're you're with a certain guild like you're with grief carga for instance so do you think that could be multiplayer as well like you as a group are a guild yes that's actually what i'm hoping for here that's why i'm speculating all of this <laughs> yeah this isn't so much speculation as it just hopes yeah not yeah this is not really speculation this is just what i want <laughs> that's more accurate yeah uh, but I don't want it to get too crazy because my number one hope is Switch compatibility. And we all know that Switch hardware isn't up to par, uh, to put it lightly. <laughs> Switch compatibility, I think, is asking for a lot there. <laughs> I mean... Well, you this can... is hope. Yeah, this is, that's true. This is hopes. That's fair. <laughs> I'll give you that one. <laughs> um, nothing's been confirmed yet. <clears throat> Nothing has been confirmed. That's why we're doing this, after all. Because we want we want things to happen, and we want to see how accurate we are afterwards. <laughs> um, what are your opinions on uh, Jedi and Sith in the game? I don't know, like... Okay, I know you've probably never played KOTOR before, right? No. Yeah, so KOTOR, you could choose, like... You could have a blaster, you could have a lightsaber, you could go down a light side path or a dark side path. That's where Jedi Knight and Darth Revan come from. Um, I kind of want a game like that, just more updated, I guess? Like, yeah, graphic-wise? Cool. Yeah, right, like... I do want an original story. Obviously, yes, yes, an original story. But I mean, like, a type of Star Wars RPG, for instance. Yeah, um... I think that'd be cool, not for this game, but further down the line. Yes, for sure. Not for this game. Definitely. I mean, open world is a pretty broad categorization. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Open world RPG. Pokemon yeah. can work too. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. If they really want to get away with their marketing, they're going to have to put Mando in there a little bit. They're going to have to put someone recognizable. Oh yeah, for what... sure. They uh, have to have even... someone we can relate to there. Huh. It could be interesting if Leia was there. Like, giving orders for the uh, resistance. Oh yeah, that would be interesting. For sure. I mean... Imagine we, we got to see how uh, Leia and Han broke up. Oh god, we don't need to see that. <laughs> you soon, the man's dead. <laughs> well, technically they're both dead. That's true, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, one thing that actually, like... This is why I think the game has to be right in between the Resistance and the Rebels. I don't think it can be there. I think it has to be, like right in between because you're gonna piss off a lot of people if you put it into a resistance game 
but the the reason Mando did so well was because it wasn't either of those. It was like you were getting what happened in between. Well, I also think that another reason Mando did so well is a Grogu, and yeah, of B, course, uh, it was the only good Disney Plus show. But there were other good Disney Plus shows, but like that's the only story driven one at the time. Yeah, for sure, that could definitely have to do with it. I think people were just happy that we have more Star Wars, honestly. Well, I know one of my friends watched it only because it was the only story-driven Disney Plus show, and another one of my friends watched it solely because of Grogu. Really? That is interesting, actually. If you think about it, like, I guess Mando brought a lot of um, people who never really related with Star Wars into Star Wars. Now, these aren't the type of people who will be buying a video game, but there could be some out there that saw Mandalorian and are going to see this video game possibly with uh, the Mandalorian on some promo art. Maybe Grogu. We don't know. Uh, because Grogu is just an instant product seller. <laughs> we and can hope. Okay. <laughs> if people, some people would see that and decide to buy the game. If they do that. Yeah, but, I mean, that's very true. I mean, it's an open world. How much are they going to encompass with it? And it's Ubisoft. <laughs> well, Star Wars, I'm hoping for some more than, like, two planets. Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe a space station or something. Not Death Star size, but, like, something big. Star Destroyer, maybe. Please, please give me planets that we recognize. I don't want to go to some other planet. Like, you can give us one planet we don't know, but give us something we recognize. You want to go back to Tatooine? I would go back to Tatooine, yes. (laughs) Take me to Jakku. Let me hunt a bounty there or something. Okay, why didn't they just make Jakku Tatooine? Sorry, but not related at all. Not related, but that's a fair point. Okay, we're not going to talk about that. That's for another time. Uh, Next week on... Of course. Another uh, thing I wanted to ask you. Things you're you're hoping won't happen. Um, Let me just add something about the licenses themselves. I don't want... (laughs) Like, I know EA losing its exclusive license is good. But if it just becomes an exclusive license between Ubisoft and EA, that's not going to be any better, necessarily. I'm honestly surprised Disney doesn't already have sole product ownership or whatever, however it works. Yeah, I mean, it's surprising to say the least. But things I don't want to happen... Honestly, I think they have to set it in the right time period. Like, I, I just... I, I don't, don't think it's Resistance before game. episode one. No, it's not going to be before episode one. No way. I don't think so, at least. It could be. <laughs> I mean, people, like, what people are, like, loving right now is not anywhere near episode one. If they make an episode one game, hats off to them. They did what they wanted to do. Fair enough. But 
if they actually want to be making a lot of money off of this, they're going to do something related to Mando and probably like towards the collapse of the rebellion or not the collapse of the rebellion, the collapse of the empire. Yeah. Uh, well, technically the rebellion collapsed as well, but yeah. that was much easier collapse. Um, I think if they're smart, they'll do that. I could also see them doing between three and four, but I don't see them doing after nine or during a movie. Oh, no way they do during a movie. I mean, it'd be cool to see events leading up to a movie. I'm not opposed to that. Like yeah. Rogue One. Um, oh, that would be nice. <laughs> I personally, not a huge fan of Rogue One, but the characters were good. The action was good. It There's just something about it that didn't do it for me, but it was a good movie. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let you... me add one thing here. Yeah. This is just one more thing about me. I'm personally not a very big fan of the Resistance, but I will say I did love Episode 7. Episode 8 and 9 were a pretty iffy for me, but Episode 7 was good. 7 was good. 8 was redeemable if there was a good 9, but there was not a good 9. There was not a good 9. <laughs> they got so close to hitting the mark there, but I did love 7, so I'll give them that much. <laughs> yeah, they did a good I job setting them... up a good story. <laughs> I could see them setting up how the Luke, the map to Luke was found in this game. Possibly. We don't know. Yeah, I mean... First off, how many... How, what, what's the difference in time period? Like, what's the jump between the Rebellion and the Resistance? Like, when we see Luke in Mando, he is not very much older than how old he was in Episode 6. But then, once we jump to Episode 8, he's an old man. <laughs> um... You want me to look it up real quick? I mean, go for it. Yeah, I mean, is it like what Luke has got to be at least in his like seventies by then? I mean, I'm just that's assuming he's an actual human. I I don't know how Star Wars anatomy works. Obviously, yeah. I'm not that invested in the lore. Plus, I mean, well, Yoda lived nine hundred years. There's not there's nothing saying Luke couldn't have. And um, yeah, Grogu is only fifty. Yeah. According to the very first Google search, it says 30 years and between 6 and 7. Whoa, how old was Luke in episode 6? Well, remember, there was a lot of time in between 6 and 7 in the real world. Oh. Wait, but that wasn't... Was he played by, um... Oh, that is Mark Hamill! Oh, yeah, yeah the, he's still played by Mark Hamill. I forgot about that. Who, who did you think was not played by Mark Hamill? Just, I, I forgot that, like, old Luke was still played by Mark Hamill, I mean. Yeah, you know, it's the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes, that makes so much more sense. What, 30 years? Did you say between 6 and 7? Yes. So let's add on, like, another... Let's say the course of events of Episode 7 happens over, like, 2 or 3 years, for instance. Probably a little bit less, honestly. Probably like more like one year. The events of the entirety of episode seven. Yeah, well, honest, no, it might be more like a few days. I don't like. Yeah, like no. I think another big clue we have is how long it took Finn to recover between seven and eight, but that's about it. Oh yeah, dude, Finn got sliced in the back, and the man just walks away. <laughs> and Ray carried him. On his back. 
That's a true point, actually. Okay, well, we can save all this for another episode, Problems with the Sequel or something, because that would be a very long... We got very off-topic. Yes. Okay, good thing you're here to bring me back in, because I would have just kept going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I noticed that a little while ago. <laughs> Dude, honestly, it's just so easy to get off-topic with Star Wars. It's fucking... It's amazing. <laughs> um, so... Go ahead and ask me a question to get back on topic. Okay, what are your what do you not want to see happen? <laughs> um honestly, time travel. Oh, you're talking about like um that weird pathway and um Are you talking about like time skips in the in the storyline or are you talking about actual time travel? I about actual time travel. If oh, you... okay. You're talking about like the the rebels time travel. Yeah, I'm talking about that. I'm just no. Mm, yeah, I don't want to see that either. It was fine in the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, but the thing is that time travel is canon to Star Wars now. I don't like that. I don't like that either, honestly. I mean, well, Palpatine had complete. Time travel raises so many contradictions. It's like, if Palpatine had complete control over time travel, like, why didn't he go back to when Vader was not um, a robot? <laughs> I know you haven't seen Rebels, so I'm going to spoil it for the sake of the podcast. Go for it. But no, Palpatine does not have complete control of time. Ezra is able to destroy the temple. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Palpatine never figures out how to activate it. So, yes, time travel exists, but currently the only two, maybe three people that know how to activate it are Ezra, Sabine, and maybe Ahsoka if Sabine told Ahsoka. Interesting. Interesting. And, I don't know. Palpatine just, could kill people in the time travel, though, couldn't he? <laughs> he did. He attempted to, at least. Yeah, interesting. But as regard regarding the game, I just don't want time travel. Don't don't complicate the timeline. Well, unless you're doing like an all stars type thing where you're recruiting the good guys, and it's not canon, then I'm okay with that. But no. I mean, one thing that really sucks is that Battlefront Two was such a nice all stars thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Like, you were able to play whatever hero you wanted, whatever villain. Obviously, the support got cut, but it it was a good it was good for what it, like, proposed. Good fan service. Exactly, yes. But that's not what we're looking for with an open world type game. No, we're looking for quality content. We're looking for a good story, essentially. Yeah. Like... Um... You like the open world type game like do you consider fallen order open world or do you could just consider that more like story driven for instance um i really consider open world games like breath of the wild where you can do anything in any order yeah see that's what my general like uh, i guess idea like, of open world was if you could go straight to the end that would be so cool and like maybe i don't propose this is not canon or anything, but like, let's say you are a Padawan in training. If you go to all the training things, you get like 
a better lightsaber, you get more force abilities, and then you fight the final Sith or whatever, or you can just go straight to the final Sith Lord and defeat him with what you have. All right. That's yeah, this is going to be something that I loved in Fallen Order. Let me build my own lightsaber. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> Uh, you would love the Galaxy's Edge at Disney World. I right? know, but COVID and all, I can't go to it. <laughs> um, I hope that if they do let you build your own lightsaber, they allow you to use different forms. And like, if you wanted to have a dual saber or double-sided, whatever you want. Like, okay, so let's see. Let's say, for instance, like the the forms are like classes. So you could use Makashi like Dooku. You could use Suresu like Obi Wan. And then you could use I, I don't remember what the really aggressive form was called, but you could be like Anakin. Yeah, that that'd be cool. That would be a really good way to see some of the fighting styles of like the prequel and the sequel characters. Just we don't actually see the characters. Okay, New Hope, Holocrons. Holocrons. That would be. Oh, that would be cool. That's how you get the your new abilities. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, we are running close to the amount of time that we were supposed to be going for. Okay. Actually, I think we only have thirty seconds left here. Oh, so close. Well, see you next time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna end on that much of an abrupt tone. Okay. <laughs> I'll do a proper uh, outro once I I think of one that I like. <laughs> Alright, so you want me to stall for time? Got it. So, listeners, what's your favorite moment of Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mine, too. Okay, so, I got it. <laughs> Alright, this has been Imperial Chatter. We will be back next Sunday as well uh, for another new episode. We will most likely be talking about this in chronological order, which will be great. I don't know. I'm a Clone Wars expert, so or expert, so of course I'm going to talk about it in a chron chronological order. <laughs> it's wherever we go. Yeah, we'll we'll be somewhere, okay? And uh, we are going to be just on Spotify for now. Maybe we'll go to YouTube. And that is goodbye from me. And this is goodbye from me. <laughs>